Well, yesterday we got an apology from the Director General of Health, Ashley Bloomfield, over delays in people receiving their COVID test results last week. He said, as if it was some sort of revelation, that higher test positivity rates meant pooling or batch testing became unfeasible and thus processing tests took longer. There were also problems because they had vacancies in the labs that they couldn't fill and that the labs were already down workers because many were in isolation because of the virus. Well, shock me. How is any of this news? Even those of us without any kind of laboratory qualifications, any qualifications at all really, other than an ability to listen to the radio and to read the news, knew that this was going to be a problem as Omicron spread. As more and more people became positive, as the R rate grew higher and higher, the laboratories were going to be overwhelmed. It had happened just across the ditch, and that's exactly the way it played out here. COVID-19 Response Minister Chris Hipkins says, oh my goodness, we'll be looking into what happened. It's clear the information we were given wasn't an accurate portrayal of, of their testing capacity, and we'll certainly get to the bottom of that in due course. Well, complete and utter waste of time and money. Want to know what went wrong? Ask Terry Taylor, President of the New Zealand Institute of Medical Laboratory Science. One of the big problems that we've had as a, as a profession on the ground is that a lot of numbers have been bandied about. And we we're, were a work, workforce that was under stress at the best of times. And when you're hearing all these, what I would call, over-enthusiastic claims of how many tests we could actually perform, it really was pretty upsetting for our staff on the ground as well. I, I guess in a way, it's a symptom of the whole response, Mike. Um, when we look back, and I remember back to the Epidemic Response Committee days, when we put in a very strong recommendation saying that there needed to be an expert medical laboratory scientist sitting at the leadership group during the whole pandemic. For goodness sake, testing is one of the main things that was involved. Yeah. And then they could advise directly to the Ministry of Health and also directly to the to the government. So we wouldn't have a lot of these issues that we've seen over the past couple of years. Suddenly when we needed most, one would have thought that this was the ideal time to call us. We understand how labs work. We yeah. understand the logistics. We yeah. understand all the other auxiliary tests that needed to be done. But yeah, we just sort of got left back. Yeah, exactly. It's an example of that bunkered mentality that the Ministry of Health has been criticised time and time again for. Oh no, let's not bring in the people who actually know what the capacity is or know how the labs work or know what will happen if we get swamped. No, 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 no. Don't bring them in. We'll tell them what to do. Much better do it this way. I don't understand why. I mean, I can maybe understand why in the first six months of the pandemic, but when it becomes clear you don't know what you're doing or you're overwhelmed, as many other health ministries were around the world, bring in people who can help, who can know what they're doing. But no, that has not been the ministry's way, and they have been criticised time and time again for that. And even, as I say, even people who can listen to the news and, and, and read the websites understand that this was what was going to happen. Precisely what happened, happened. That's why businesses ordered in the rats that the Ministry of Health did not want to bring into the country. No. We were told consistently and in the face of all evidence to the contrary that PCR testing was the way to go. So the apology from the DG 
is in effect meaningless because everybody, when he said, look, I'm terribly sorry, the laboratory testing fell over. Yeah, we knew. We knew it was going to happen. I knew tests were being sent to Australia four or five days ago because a texter who works in a lab let me know. I didn't need the 1pm briefing to say they were being sent off to Australia. Yeah, no. All good, thanks, Ashley, got this. As Derek Cheng said in the New Zealand Herald, it matters because New Zealanders, mainly Aucklanders, were implored to get tests a couple of weeks ago. So they queued for hours and hours and hours and waited for tests to be given a test that wouldn't be processed because the labs were overwhelmed. Rako Science offered to help out. They said they'd do the essential workers to keep the show on the road. Nobody bothered replying to them. Then the government gave itself powers to requisition Rako services to test PCR saliva samples, but that didn't help the backlog this time because the brain excavator tests were used, not the saliva samples. And why we're not using every tool we can is beyond me. The Ministry of Health has acknowledged that PCR tests are as good and less invasive as the nose ones. They still won't use them. Again, an example of that bunkered mentality. Remember when we had the head of um, the Australasian College of Intensive Care Doctors who said he nearly drove off the road when Andrew Little said, oh, well, look, we've got plenty of ICU capacity. <laughs> Freaking kidding me? Have you talked to us? Even back in the days where, oh, no, we've got plenty of PPE. No, we haven't. And the stuff we've ordered isn't waterproof. Not fit for purpose. So... The key themes that the Simpson-Roche report found, and this report was released after the election, despite the fact it was delivered to the government in September, it was released after the election on the very last day of business before everybody went on holiday, media, politicians, the like, was that quality of communication, consultation with relevant stakeholders, suboptimal, inappropriate accountability for various aspects of the strategies, and their implementation, lack of clarity in the testing framework, lack of good forward planning, underutilisation of health expertise outside the Ministry of Health, amen to that, leading to suboptimal, suboptimal analysis and planning documents, lack of confidence in data being reported to key decision makers. So you don't know, you'll just have a stab. Yeah, I reckon we could do uh, this. Remember the... the test on the whiteboard that was just you know something my four-year-old might have done and just you know as a pretty drawing with a couple of lines it had no actual meaning but this is what government were basing decisions on you might say it doesn't matter I, I you might get cross saying oh how can you be so mean to that Ashley Bloomfield you're always going on about it and it's just not fair it's not fair that people don't take accountability for poor decision making poor planning all the way through, this has been the one consistent theme. And it, I get angry that more people aren't angry about this. Give them the first six months. Even if you take away the first six months of the response, fill your boots. Give them a pass for that. But since that time, they're making the same mistakes. They're not consulting with other people with far more relevant expertise than they have. They're not listening to the people on the ground saying we haven't got what we need to do the job. If they don't know, they'll just take a wild stab in the dark and I, in a way, feel sorry for some of the government ministers. But right now, the government ministers should be putting the blowtorch on the feet of those public officials. 
you are letting us down as government ministers. We're parlaying wrong information. You are letting the people of New Zealand down who are trying to do their best in the face of the most bewildering array of instructions, counter-instructions, messaging. You are letting down, I think most importantly, those poor, under siege, beleaguered public health workers who are doing their best in impossible conditions. It is simply not good enough. And if you get cross that I'm banging on and on about the failings of the Ministry of Health, I'm even more cross that you don't care 